0: Editor of the National That's Review, right, Politico, NBC, all that good stuff. He's a great Monday
1: morning guest. Rich Lowry, good Monday morning. Rich, how are you, buddy? Um, I'm nervous. I mean, I'm used to being on *Sitting Friends, but not used to being the number one. Radio (laughs) show in all
0: New York City. Ah, yes.
1: Well, you're part of the reason
0: why. I can't do it all by myself, Rich. So, uh, congratulations to you on being a major part of the number Uh, one show. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. But it's
1: it's obviously all about you. Congratulations. Well,
0: thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you, buddy. Uh, You heard Joe Biden. Thank you very much. You heard Joe Biden there uh, saying, let me talk to my wife first and all that. Uh, What do you think? You think, listen, again, you talked about it last week. You know, 2022 went his way election day we did not get the senate we barely held on to the house so he gets to win that day and this photo op with zelensky last week in ukraine has the liberal media basically orgasming on the air every day seems like a good time for joe biden to say i am running yes
1: I think he's, uh, if not running, at least walking stiffly towards uh, the Democratic nomination again. I mean, these poll numbers continue to be amazing. There's another one. Oh, I think it was, yeah, the Fox News poll. had. I think it was 34% of Democrats want him to, want him to run. Um, and if they had lost the midterms in a really embarrassing way, you would have had all the elites who are whispering now, like, oh, I don't I'm not sure this guy is up for it, saying it publicly and signaling he has to step aside. But they – they're not doing that now. You know, they think he's he's the only uh, horse or broken down mule they got. And they're going to they're going to try to ride him.
0: You know, what's funny you say that the thought of Joe Biden running again on the surface is so ridiculous. He forgets he's even president half the time. Forgetting about the bad job he does because he's just inept. You know, he's also got some really serious medical issues. Mm-hmm. But when I look at the rest of the field, Pete Buttigieg killed himself for good last week. Kamala Harris is an absolute joke. Gavin Newsom ain't going to cut it. It sounds crazy, but he may be their best choice. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's it's not crazy, g- given the, the alternatives. I mean, objectively, it's crazy, but it's not crazy in context, mm-hmm. I guess, is the way I put it. And, you know, it's just a huge risk. It's a huge risk for Democrats. It's a huge risk for the country. And I don't want this to happen, but th- there's some chance, you know, before November of 2024, if he's a nominee, he'll have some terrible event you yeah. know that, yeah. that'll make it clear he just he just can't do this or uh, it'd be quite likely uh, if you consult the actuarial tables that, that something terrible would happen in the next four years if you were to win an election which would be terrible for the country so this is a, this is a very bad idea but a very by, bad idea whose time has come in the Democratic Party because of what you just outlined about the alternatives.
0: And I did read last week that if Donald Trump does win the Republican nomination, and that's still a very big hit. Ron DeSantis was with Mark Levin on Fox last night, he sounded, looks great. But if he does, there's a lot of folks that think the only person that can beat Donald Trump is, in fact, Joe mm-hmm. Biden.
1: Yeah, it, it, it might be true. It might be true. And that Fox News poll was uh, was a really good one for Trump. Um, showed him ahead. But by, by uh, of DeSantis by about double digits, um, so he's, he's maintained his strength. He's, he's lost some, but maintained a lot. And one of the big question marks there are a lot, but one of them is when DeSantis gets in, does he have a splashy you know, announcement tour that closes that gap? So you basically end up with a tie, or, or does it stay where it is? And, and that's, uh, that's one of the, the many uh, known, known unknowns yeah. in this race.
0: Well, how does he fight back? I mean, that's what it comes down to. We know his policies are great, Ron DeSantis. How do we know that? Because they're Trump's. And if you like Donald mm-hmm. Trump, and he's done a great job as the governor of the state of Florida, but watching Donald Trump just eviscerate 16 pretty good people mm-hmm. back in 2016, and he'll take somebody who's pretty impressive, and he will chop them down to basically nothing. And as tough as DeSantis seems down in Florida, the bigger question is, he may be able to do that, but yep. can he stay on stage with Donald Trump and come off looking relatively unscathed?
1: And, and you see, Trump, you know, there's one way to look at it, it's, it's kind of desperate. Another way to look at it is, you know, he's a, he's a comic, uh, working a, a small club trying to figure out what works, but he's doing these truth social posts about DeSantis that, that I find ridiculous. Uh, all sorts of charges, all sorts of, of nicknames, but, you know, eventually he, he can find something that's going to land, you know, and that's going to work oh, yeah. and that he's going to stick with. And you're right, no one has proved that they can withstand the full Trump last. No. Um, you know, actually, Brian Kemp did it in Georgia, but it's different being an incumbent governor that just has to stay governor as opposed to going and taking the mantle of leadership in the Republican Party but away from
0: him. Not only has he proven they can't, they can't handle it, they become his friends. It's like a mob thing. It's like, yep. you know, like he embarrassed Lindsey Graham, I love Trump. He embarrassed Marco Rubio, I love Trump. You know, except for the Bushes. I mean, the Bushes, Jeb Bush hates his guts, but yep. a lot, of, even Ted Cruz, he embarrassed Ted Cruz. He put a picture up of Melania compared to Ted Cruz's wife. Yep. So A lot of these folks are so scared, they forgive them overnight.
1: Yeah, no, and it's funny. You know, I I talked to Trump. There's a period where I was talking to Trump a little bit, despite a lot uh of— Insults he hurled at me in 2015, 2016, and a friend of <laughs> Trump's explained it to me when I was saying, you know, I, I had a nice conversation with him. It's like with, you know, with Donald, when he calls you a loser, that's just the beginning of the negotiation, right? <laughs> so I think there's there's that aspect of it. If if you come on board, you know, if I started saying really positive things about him right now, you know, I'd be talking to him again. Um, and then just the the Republicans also just realized. His Power in the party, um, so, so they had they had to find a way to, mm. to get along with them. And, and you're right, that fear is still there. Like Nikki Haley, she was on Fox News Sunday. Might have mentioned this uh, last week. and was just asked, you know, how about some policy differences you have with Trump? She said, No, no, I don't want to talk about Donald Trump. Just clearly afraid of of drawing his ire in. Any well, way. She,
0: she took it a step further. She said, I'm not going to mess with Trump. He hasn't messed with me yet. Which is completely untrue because he had just come off the day before saying, "Hey, how about that Nikki Haling, one percent off to a really good start?" Yep. So he yep. did, in fact, make fun of her, yep. and she was still scared the next day to say a word about it.
1: Yep, yep. And this is this is exactly what happened in fifteen and sixteen. You know they they, they all ducked and covered and figured, you know, oh, let him take down the other guy, and then I'll be the last one standing. And then <laughs> yeah. Obviously, it didn't work out.
0: Rich, I tell you, it's it's unbelievable, the media these days. I know we talk about it all the time, but last week was, was really the perfect example. So Biden is in Ukraine, and again, the, the liberal media is gushing. You know, like the View girls are practically naked on stage, and Rachel Maddow started to cry. That's a true story. And then you put on Fox News, and they go, wait a second. This son of a bitch is hanging out with some photo op in the Ukraine outside of our country, and people are dying in Ohio. Why are we giving him credit? If anything, he has shown once again America last. I mean, the contrasting views, it's unbelievable.
1: Yeah, I mean, there, there's, a, there's a big debate happening over Ukraine. I'm, I'm on the hawkish side. Oh, uh, no kidding. The, the yeah, no is... kidding.
0: You're friends with John Bolton, Rich. I mean, yeah, give me a exactly. break. Uh, I am true. on the complete other side. This is getting perverse. Way too much money. Way too much weaponry. Uh, we're not going to stop Putin. We're never going to stop him. It'll last forever. So just so you know, on record, you and I are on different sides of the fence, oh, yeah. uh, but I still uh, love you. F-
1: fully aware. But the, the problem is, even if he doesn't go to Ukraine, even if he cuts off all funding, it sounds like he's going to enforce the border. You know, that, that's not enforcing the border is a deep commitment of his. Yeah. So hey, but in, how about enforcing, our, how about
0: enforcing our border first, okay? I'm just, you know, just, oh, how yeah. about enforcing no, our would, border?
1: Happy to, I, obviously, I want to enforce our border. I'm just saying the guy's not going to do it one way or the other, whatever he does in Ukraine.
0: Well, you're right about that. So, uh, But uh, when you saw what happened last week, uh, uh, I know people have said to me, well, the leader should be able to do both. And ideally, that's true. He should go to Ukraine. That's fine. I'm not saying don't go. I'm not saying don't pay attention. I'm not saying don't give him a couple of bucks every now and then. What I'm saying is it's getting too crazy. It's a blank check. And you should be able to do that and and take care of Ohio at the same time. All mm-hmm. this president has shown is he can't. That's about it. he deserves to be criticized because he couldn 't do both things at
1: once, yeah, but the thing he, he wouldn 't do one at once, he, he, even if there's nothing else happening in the world he never took any overseas trip he, he reversed trump 's policies at the border as a matter of deep ideological commitment right, and he could restore remain in Mexico and be in a war with uh, China at the same time, or he could restore <laughs> remain in Mexico, and, as I said, not give anyone any foreign aid and not travel. But he doesn't want to do it. He's not going to do it regardless because he he doesn't believe that we should exclude these bogus asylum seekers at the end of the day.
0: One more on Pete Buttigieg. You know, since he's been in office, uh, East Palestine was not the first time he screwed up. I can go all the way back to 2021, the supply chain issue. That's on Pete Buttigieg. Then, of course, I can go to the airline disaster. You remember last December what the airports Mm -hmm. looks like? That goes to Pete Buttigieg. Now you've got this this disaster, true tragedy in Ohio, that's three different horrible stories in less than two years. Is it fair to say at this point that people have figured out that Pete Buttigieg is a fake and a phony and
1: not deserving of any mention in the White House? <laughs> i I hope so you know the, the great advantage of him is he's he's glib you know he's he's a he's a, a talker um so he can figure out a smart thing smart sounding thing to say by the, uh, the way that's, that's great, his that that is know, his know, like a parrot, that's, know, that's his second I, I crack. that that is
0: his second <laughs> um, best quality you have to start number one with gay
1: <laughs> yeah yes, so that that helps historic so you know gay gay equals historic in a lot of contexts um, but it's 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 rare where a transportation secretary is such a source of controversy, and where you can pin so many uh, disasters. On his watch, and he, as uh, as a matter of uh, optics, at the very least, he's totally blown the East Palestine thing. Where where the you know the first rule of disaster management, you put on your boots, you put on your windbreaker with your name, you know, on the chest, and you you go and walk around. And, and even if you're not really helping people, at least it, it's a symbol that you care. And he couldn't even do that.
0: He did put on quite a set of boots all later on, didn't he? <laughs> some boots he wore the other day. Uh, Listen, thank you for the very nice text you sent me a couple of days ago. Thank you again for a great appearance. Thank you, Rich Lowry. You're great. Thank you. That's it. There he is, editor of the National Review, Politico. There's a whole bunch of stuff, NBC. But his best work is right here every Monday morning with me. He is Rich Lowry.